Elizabeth and Hugh, good morning. It's a pleasure to speak with you. I'm a huge fan of the show. So first off, the Royals are coming to Downton Abbey. Set the scene for us. What is each of your characters facing at the start of the movie? Well, we're, we're pretty much set fair, uh, if truth be told. Uh, Downton seems to be uh, in a fairly good uh, you know, state. Uh, with the story has moved on 18 months from the end of the TV series. Uh, everyone's that little bit uh, older and wiser, perhaps, but, uh, but there's, no, uh, there's no great uh, internal strife at the family. And then this letter arrives saying that the royals are going to come and visit, and that impacts absolutely everybody uh, who lives and, uh, and works in the, in the house, uh, from, uh, from ourselves to, uh, you know, to, to Daisy the maid, um, the kitchen maid. Everyone uh, has to pull their weight and make this visit a success. Although Cora seems to enjoy a very luxurious position in the house because she's experiencing all the anticipation and excitement of this impending visit, but the, her, her level of responsibility doesn't seem to go beyond the pressure of what she's going to wear because <laughs> Mary has very much taken over the, the running of the household. So um, it's very nice for my character because Mary is shouldering all the stress and, um, and I'm very graciously <laughs> allowing her to yeah. and um, just kind of enjoying it. So I've always wondered, uh, did you model these beloved characters on any particular person uh, for both of you? Certainly in my case. And uh, what I did take uh, note of was that Julian Fellows, who wrote and created, created and has written the, written the series and, and the movie, uh, based uh, elements of, of Robert, my character, on his own father, who he described as a, you know, a, a firm but fair patriarch, but uh, um, you know, clearly a liberal-minded man and a compassionate man. And I think that sense of compassion and tolerance goes through so many of the characters and is in Julian himself. And I think is one of the reasons the, the characters have resonated is that uh, uh, the creator of this world cares about the characters deeply. Um, and uh, so you sort of know you're in safe hands. Um, and, uh, you know, that, that's really where, I've, uh, where, where I came from. I feel as though I uh, was unwittingly rehearsing the part for years before it was even an idea in <laughs> Julian's mind because I was in England raising English daughters who would look at me and talk at me with an English accent and, <laughs> you know, we were, we were coming from two different cultures. So in, in that respect, I think I bring my own experience to a certain extent to the part. Um, but who knows where it comes from? I mean, I feel the part of Cora really... We, I really did find it almost after we began shooting because at the beginning she could have been any number of people. I mean, she was a, a woman in a situation. She was a woman who'd brought this fortune to the family and because of the, um, I don't know if you remember, but because of the details of the entail, she was facing this um, situation. So yeah. there was any kind of way that that kind of situation could have been personified. And I think we, we slowly formed it. But then I had this idea in my mind that she came from a, uh, a kind of a background in America that was like the, the, the Mayflower, you know, what we call the, the founders of America. But lo and behold, Shirley MacLaine, uh, uh, an ex kind of um, uh, tap dancer, it, it was cast as my mother. So that sort of reoriented, reoriented my whole idea about what Cora's background is. And then I think it wasn't until three years into it, I also found out that she had a Jewish father. <laughs> so it was a sort of a work in progress. Yeah, yeah. So finally, did you have a, a moment while filming uh, the movie that really sort of encapsulated why, why it was so special for you? Oh, gosh, there's so many along the way, really. But uh, 
I, I think when you have the group scenes, you know, be it the uh, there's a, a sequence of, of, a, of a parade when the uh, king and queen are in town and they and they uh, they view a parade of the horses and you saw the on the big movie screen you see this extraordinary sweep of pageantry, British pageantry, um, coupled with detail of family life, uh, be it in the, within the royal family or indeed the family who live and work at Downton. So I think that's that's the encapsulates Downton Abbey at its best. This sweeping vistas. These, this sense of epic grandeur, but also tiny domestic stories that you and I can relate to. There were a couple of moments for me as well when there was an experience where we were doing a scene as a, as a very, very big cast, and that's so difficult to do. Everybody has to really stay concentrated and really hear one another and really all hear the same music as in terms of how the scene should go. And there was a couple of times during the course of the series when it was such a sort of fulfilling feeling to, to feel all these people um, coming together uh, and, and working almost as one person, in, even though it was a big group. I remember one scene where it was, it was um, D-Day and we were all standing around. Not D-Day, the um, um, Armistice Day. Armistice Day. <coughs> and, uh, and, I, and I remember feeling it then. There was just something about but everybody as working as one. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Elizabeth and Hugh. It's a pleasure speaking with you today. Downton Abbey opens nationwide on Friday. You Interview Podcasts are hosted by Eric Mears and produced by Zoltan Lucas. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen. Thanks for tuning in.